Welcome to an LDS guided meditation and mindful reading. Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers June 7th through 13th, Doctrine and Covenants 63, That which cometh from above is sacred. If you need further instructions, please refer to the introduction episode of this podcast. It was currently updated and is now listed between Season 2, Episodes 16 and 17. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. You are exactly where you need to be, so breathe in the gratitude and exhale the negative. Feel the weight of relaxation as you let go and feel your body soften. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to remain still or incorporate movement by stretching or moving the parts of your body before relaxing. Relax your face your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Soften your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. If you are sitting, 
straighten your spine, lift your chin, and drop your shoulders. Take a moment to scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension and release it. Continue to deepen your breathing, soften your body, and be in the present. Doctrine and Covenants, section 63, verses 1 through 23. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, late August 1831. The Prophet, Sidney Rigdon, and Oliver Cowdery had arrived in Kirtland on August 27th from their visit to Missouri. Prefacing his record of this revelation, the Prophet wrote, In these infant days of the Church, there was a great anxiety to obtain the word of the Lord upon every subject that in any way concerned our salvation. And as the land of Zion was now the most important temporal object in view, I required of the Lord for further information upon the gathering of the saints and the purchase of the land and other matters. Hearken, O ye people, and open your hearts and give ear from afar, and listen, you that call yourselves the people of the Lord, and hear the word of the Lord and his will concerning you. And verily I say, hear the words of him whose anger is kindled against the wicked and the rebellious, who willeth to take even them who he will take, and preserveth in life them who he will preserve who buildeth up at his own will and pleasure, and destroyeth when he pleases, and is able to cast the soul down to hell. Behold, I, the Lord, utter my voice, and it shall be obeyed. Wherefore, verily I say, let the wicked take heed, and let the rebellious fear and tremble, and let the unbelievable hold their lips. For the day of wrath shall come upon them as a whirlwind, and all flesh shall know that I am God. And he that seeketh signs shall see signs, but not unto salvation. Verily I say unto you, there are those among you who will seek signs, and there have been such even from the beginning. But behold, faith cometh not by signs, but signs follow those that believe. Yea, signs come by faith, not by the will of men, nor as they please, but by the will of God. Yea, signs come by faith unto mighty works, for without faith no man pleaseth God, and with whom God is angry he is not well pleased. Wherefore unto such he showeth no sign, only in wrath unto their condemnation. Wherefore I the Lord am not pleased with those among you who have sought after signs and wonders for faith, and not for the good of men unto my glory. Nevertheless, I give commandments, and many have turned away from my commandments, and have not kept them. There were among you adulterers and adulteresses, 
some of whom have turned away from you, and others remain with you, that hereafter shall be revealed. Let such beware and repent speedily, lest judgment shall come upon them as a snare, and their folly shall be made manifest, and their works shall follow them in the eyes of the people. And verily I say unto you, as I have said before, he that looketh on a woman to lust after her, or if any shall commit adultery in their hearts, they shall not have the spirit, but shall deny the faith, and shall fear. Wherefore I the Lord have said, that the fearful, and the unbelieving, and all liars, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, and the whoremongers and the sorcerers, shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Verily I say, that they shall not have part in the first resurrection. And now behold, I the Lord say unto you, that ye are not justified, because these things are among you. Nevertheless, he that endureth in faith, and doeth my will, the same shall overcome, and shall receive an inheritance upon the earth, when the day of transfiguration shall come. When the earth shall be transfigured, even according to the pattern which was shown unto mine apostles upon the mount, of which account the fullness ye have not yet received. And now, verily I say unto you, that as I said that I would make known my will unto you, behold, I will make it known unto you, not by the way of commandment, for there are many who observe not to keep my commandments. But unto him that keepeth my commandments, I will give the mysteries of my kingdom, and the same shall be in him a well of living water, springing up to everlasting life. Doctrine and Covenants, section 63, verses 24 through 48. And now, behold, this is the will of the Lord your God concerning his saints, that they should assemble themselves together unto the land of Zion, not in haste, lest there should be confusion, which bringeth pestilence. But the land of Zion I the Lord hold in mine own hands. Nevertheless I the Lord render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's. Wherefore, I the Lord will that you should purchase the lands, that you may have advantage of the world, that you may have claim on the world, that they may not be stirred up unto anger. For Satan putteth it in their hearts to anger against you, and to the shedding of blood. Wherefore, the land of Zion shall not be obtained but by purchase, or by blood, otherwise there is none inheritance for you. And if by purchase, behold, you are blessed. And if by blood, as you are forbidden to shed blood, lo, your enemies are upon you, and ye shall be scourged from city to city, and from synagogue to synagogue, and but few shall stand to receive an inheritance. I, the Lord, am angry with the wicked, I am holding my spirit from the inhabitants of the earth. I have sworn in my wrath and decree wars upon the face of the earth, and the wicked shall slay the wicked, and fear shall come upon every man. And the saints also shall heartily escape. Nevertheless, I the Lord am with them, and will come down in heaven from the presence of my Father 
and consume the wicked with unquenchable fire. But behold, this is not yet, but by and by. Wherefore, seeing that I, the Lord, have decreed all these things upon the face of the earth, I will that my saints should be assembled upon the land of Zion, and that every man should take righteousness in his hands, and faithfulness upon his loins, and lift a warning voice unto the inhabitants of the earth, and declare both by word and by flight that desolation shall come upon the wicked. Wherefore, let my disciples in Kirtland arrange their temporal concerns who dwell upon this farm. Let my servant Titus Billings, who has the care thereof, dispose of the land, that he may be prepared in the coming spring to take his journey up unto the land of Zion with those that dwell upon the face thereof, excepting those whom I shall reserve unto myself, that shall not go until I shall command them. And let all the monies which can be spared, it mattereth not unto me whether it be little or much, but send up unto the land of Zion, unto them who I have appointed to receive. Behold, I the Lord will give unto my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., power that he shall be enabled to discern by the Spirit those who shall go up unto the land of Zion, and those of my disciples who shall tarry. Let my servant, Newell K. Whitney, retain his store, or in other words, the store, yet for a little season. Nevertheless, let him impart all the money which he can impart, to be sent up to the land of Zion. Behold, these things are in his own hand. Let him do according to wisdom. Verily I say, let him be ordained as an agent unto the disciples that shall tarry, and let them be ordained unto this power. And now speedily visit the churches, expounding these things unto them with my servant Oliver Cowdery. Behold, this is my will, obtaining monies even as I have directed. He that is faithful and endureth shall overcome the world. He that sendeth up treasures unto the land of Zion shall receive an inheritance in this world, and also works shall follow him, and also a reward in the world to come. Doctrine and Covenants, section 63, verses 49 through 66. Yea, and blessings are the dead that die in the Lord, from henceforth when the Lord shall come, and old things shall pass away, and all things become new, and they shall rise from the dead and shall not die after, and shall receive an inheritance before the Lord in the holy city. And he that liveth when the Lord shall come, and hath kept the faith, blessed is he. Nevertheless, it is appointed to him to die at the age of man. Wherefore, children shall grow up until they become old. Old men shall die, but they shall not sleep in the dust, but when they shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Wherefore, for this cause, preached the apostles unto the world the resurrection of the dead. These things are the things that ye must look for, and speaking after the manner of the Lord, they are now nigh at hand, 
and in a time to come, even in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. And until that hour, there will be foolish virgins among the wise, and at that hour cometh an entire separation of the righteous and the wicked. And in that day will I send mine angels to pluck out the wicked and cast them into unquenchable fire. And now behold, verily I say unto you, I, the Lord, am not pleased with my servant Sidney Rigdon. He exalted himself in his heart, and he received not counsel, but grieved the Spirit. Wherefore his writing is not acceptable unto the Lord, and he shall make another. And if the Lord receive it not, behold, he standeth no longer in the office to which I have appointed him. And again, Verily I say unto you, that who desire in their hearts, in meekness, to warn sinners to repent, let them be ordained unto this power. For this is the day of warning, and not a day of many words. For I the Lord am not to be mocked in the last days. Behold, I am from above, and my power lieth beneath. I am over all, and in all, and through all, and search all things. And the day cometh that all things shall be subject unto me. Behold, I am Alpha and Omega, even Jesus Christ. Wherefore, let all men beware how they take my name in their lips. For behold, verily I say, that many there be who are under this condemnation, who use the name of the Lord, and use it in vain, having no authority. Wherefore, let the church repent of their sins, and I the Lord will own them, otherwise they shall be cut off. Remember that that which cometh from above is sacred, and must be spoken with care, and by constraint of the Spirit. And in this there is no condemnation, and ye receive the Spirit through prayer. Wherefore, without this there remaineth condemnation. Let my servants, Joseph Smith, Jr., and Sidney Rigdon, seek them a home, as they are taught through prayer by the Spirit. These things remain to overcome through patience, that such may receive a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, otherwise a greater condemnation. Amen. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.